Welcome to So So Scrutiny Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Stocks, and this is my co-host, Robert Main. Man, I'm really craving some brain. Main brain? Yeah. Robert Main, I'm craving brain. Yeah. Nice. Hi. I wonder why I'm talking about brains. Hmm. Maybe because we're doing a zombie episode. Yeah. So it's season two, episode two AM after Madeline. Zombies. Zombie apocalypse. I'm going to figure out more clever titles though. Zombie apocalypse. Because like my cousin Ashley on her podcast, she makes very clever titles to, to lure the weirdos into listening to her sex podcast. We need to start good one. We need, we need to start doing ones with luring the nerds into our podcast. <laughs> Zombie apocalypse just doesn't have. That's been there. Everyone's everyone's seen that movie. <laughs> you know, I was. Do you know who this is? Uh, pop quiz. Um, pop. I was gonna either guess Beartooth or Devil Wears Prada. No, who is it? Like moths to flames. Uh, well, you sound like both those bands I just mentioned. Hooked on them. They're very good. This record is so good. It's called No Eternity in Gold. It's good. I like the beginning. The song's called Habitual Decline. Nice. So, what else are we talking about today, Corey? Today we are talking about. Well, main Zom- thing is zombies. So we're talking about Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's film on Netflix. Uh, Both Devil Wears Prada zombie EPs because Zombie EP 2 came out more recently. And then Beartooth's new record, Below. Nothing to do with zombies, but it just came out. It's kind of like, it still has that horror element to it, though. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we're just going to talk about the history a little bit and yeah. some movies that, and TVs and maybe some music with that mentions zombies. Yeah. Old zombie episode. You so, might get a little bit of uh, of uh, Andy Bernard singing some cranberries today. I'm just kidding, <laughs> but, you know. Oh, you ruined my outro song. I was going to play that. Damn it. Aww. All right. Yeah. Is this still Moss of Lime? Yeah. All right. Keep it on. Uh, let's mention our unofficial sponsors. Uh, we're drinking our lovely coffee code today. The best. I've introduced Cheers. multiple family members to coffee code. I got it too. And I go just, you know, every other day, just about. <laughs> with, especially with the kid nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, you got the hot, I got the cold. That's yeah, what what, do you, what a blend. You have some Kenyan one. Oh, I love the African blend. I forget what the flavors are. Mine's just a ice Americano. But you know what I also did? Oh, another unofficial sponsor. Liquid Death. I put some Liquid Death in my Americano. Nice. It gives it a little, a little bit sparkle. of... sparkle. Yeah. And honestly, it's pretty good. And this stuff's really strong, so it helps yeah. water it down pretty good. So good old coffee clo- coffee code. Das Bootleg, but I'm you're, not, not, you're not wearing one. I'm not wearing Das Bootleg today, How but I did order Das Bootleg. What'd you get? I got uh, what? Trevor Bauer going like this. Oh. <laughs> and um, what's the other one I got? I bought one for my father-in-law. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Joe Kelly doing the, like, doing the, the, or whatever, the, the tongue. The, yeah. yeah. I have that shirt. He loves it. He thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> big Dodger fan? Yeah, he's a big Dodger fan. Nice. So is my brother-in-law. But there's a, they have a new Joe Kelly one where he says not it's a, it's called Nice Ring Bitch and it's him like with the ring like <laughs> holding up the ring with his uh, fist. 
I hate it and I love it at the same time. I lo- I okay, so I'm not like a Dodger fan per se, but I love the spirit of some of those players, even if I hated and Trevor Bauer. Who's kind of a dick. Yeah. And but, I appreciate I appreciate they like their fans have this crazy like yeah. fan club that goes and travels to other teams or stadiums to watch them and they went to Houston and oh, just heckled man. the shit out of them and I hate it, but I love it. They were, yeah. doing it. they were doing it for all the other fans out there. Yeah, I I really liked that moment where San Francisco was booing the shit out of Bauer because he had he was just dominating them, and he's walking off, and he just like lifts his head, holds he does, his ear. Talking about Bauer. Yeah, Bauer. I hate when he does the fucking sword thing. He's so cocky. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all a game. I don't really. I know. I'm glad he's not. He's mortal. He gets home runs hit off. Yeah, he does. But he is a good pitcher. And he actually, he actually acknowledges that. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna get my ass rocked. And then people were asking him like, why are you being a shot? He's like, it's all a game. Like, I don't like his personality, how it's become. But I do like how he's getting some younger fans yeah. in the sport. Yeah, definitely. That's all we need. We just need more fans. Baseball needs more fans. It does because <laughs> it's like chess. Not a lot of people like it, but those people who like it are like Dodger really fans. into it. Oh, I was I was at a, the Angel game the other day, and I was with my mom and my and my stepdad John and my niece, and we're up in like kind yeah, of let's the get something level. a little like more baseball, less like. You <laughs> mean to go talk about baseball? But this is a real quick baseball story. Yeah, go for it. it it's it's relevant. Um, and we're sitting there, and it's not even the beginning of the game. They're they're announcing like the lineups. For the game, they're playing the Mariners, and there's these people behind us, and it still wasn't full capacity yet. So it was us, and then there was a, a blank row, and then there was these people. And nice, and there, there's just just one guy just yelling, top of his lungs, just screaming, just all. And it wasn't against the Angels, luckily. He was he was yelling at the Mariners, making fun of them, yeah, and like Seager saying your brother's better, like all this stuff. But it was like to the point where like. Bro, the game's not having started, and you're hurting my ears. And he wasn't cursing. Every once in a while, there maybe he'd throw a fuck in there every once in a while, and it was like, ooh, don't do that. Like, that's gonna kick, kick, get you out. And then eventually, it was starting to get worse and worse because he was drinking. And my stepdad's ex-cop, so he was like, I can't handle this anymore. He's like, I'm going down to the usher. I was like, yeah, you should. And uh, and he was waiting for the inning to go, so he'd go to the restroom too. And I was like, I bet you, uh, John, that's a joke. I bet you they're, uh, uh, what did I say? God damn it. Like, ex-Dodger fans recruited as Angel fans as a joke. Like, they're here. Like, why are they screaming? Yeah. Angel fans don't scream like this. Like, what? They must be converted. Converted. That was the word I was trying to get. Converted Dodger fans. And so he goes down. My stepdad, John, goes down. And then, like, a minute later, they walk. Because at this point, too, we don't know what they look like. We haven't turned around because that'd be really awkward because they're staring right at us. Like if we looked, so none of us have turned around and looked at them. Of course, guy walked down the down the stairs. Dodger fan. He's got a big Dodger hat on. I was like, I fucking called it. Yeah, I fucking called it. Because Angel fans don't really do that. They don't scream like that, like Dodger fans. And yeah, sorry, that's my little Dodger fan story. Definitely. I felt I, so satisfied when my stepdad came back. He's like, was, was that guy wearing a Dodger hat? I was like, yeah. I know. He, I called it. You see, and I'm I'm like. I probably won't ever wear like a Dodger uniform, like jersey or whatever. Yeah. But I will wear Dos bootlegs images of them screwing around because it's like the spirit of baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I just I like the res- I just want more respect from their end. That's all. Like yeah. I respect the Dodgers hell a, 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 a lot because 
They've been here longer than us. They've won more championships than us. But one of the best don't, baseball don't teams. Don't in our face, please. Like, don't come to our stadium and act like assholes. Yeah. Like, we don't go to your stadium and do that because we don't want to go to your stadium because it's awful. <laughs> I don't like Dodgers. They come stadium. to our stadium because it's nice <laughs> and it's good parking. Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, no, like, uh, one more thing I want to mention because I, this was really cool and I can't believe what I got. Listening to the Corolla podcast, Adam Corolla, yeah. and he was sponsored by this company called Nug Club. And use use his code word Adam, and I think it was like twenty percent off or something. It's a subscription box for weed, and you can go in. You you can customize it if you want just flower or vape or edibles or mixture. And I did vape and flower, and I got this box that I cannot believe. I spent sixty dollars on this thing, and it's probably three hundred dollars worth of weed stuff. Yeah. I also added on like an extra eighth, so I had. One, two, three, four. Wait, how many did I get? Hold on, I have a video of it. And does this come? This box come with? Uh, it's a cool box. Other other stuff, or is it just like weed? I'll I'll get to that. I would too. love to hear. It came, it came this really cool rainbow box. Oh, for, for pride. pride. Yeah, I'm showing uh, Corey right That's now. That's super cool looking. And then there's a little thing on here that says "Enjoy, enjoy your goodies. goodies." Inside it has these little. Uh, Flyers that give you all the information on, and they're really nice, like card, like card material, card stock, and it gives you all like what they are and how you know what they come from. And uh, wow, so that's all that. And then that's so, so got, cool. That's an eighth. One, two, three. Wait, no, just three. Oh no, four. It's I got four eighths. Is that one? That's all fancy. And then they gave me. Rolling papers, matches, dude. Uh, I got a new vape pen. That's an extract pen. It's different than the other ones. It's a little bit more. It's a little more stronger. And then a regular like vape pen, the uh, the actual cartridge plus a new like battery pen. And yeah, all for sixty dollars. And then I did what I didn't get in the video was because I didn't realize that was, I was bucks. I was putting the cover back on and yeah. inside under the cover of the top it says. Check it out. You just found your new rolling tray. They thought of everything. You just turn it over. It's a really sturdy box, so you can do your rolling your joints. That's and cool, man. I, if you guys smoke weed, I highly recommend going to Nug Club and use the code ADAM. I, I wish we could have our own code, but I know at least ADAM's works. Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe when I opened it, like, how did I, I feel yeah, like I'm that's, robbing them. That's the only like thing so is, much stuff. The only thing is I, I haven't really looked into it is... It might be just like the first box to like hook you in, and the second one might be more expensive. But I haven't really looked into it. But yeah. I was actually at a party yesterday, a pool party, and a friend of a friend, like somebody I didn't know, he works. His friend works for Nug Club. He does like the promotional stuff, and I was asking like, how does this company make money? He's like, oh no, they're doing fine because there's only like ten thousand boxes, and they're almost like guaranteed sold, and it's more advertising for the company. Yeah, like they. You're getting an amazing discount, but it's almost you're getting advertisement sent to you. Like, hey, check out our product. That's, that's why awesome. Like Card stock and stuff. So, I give a shout out to them. Cool. Very cool. Very cool company. Can't wait for my next box. So, and I no definitely, um, I support legalized marijuana over even alcohol. Sometimes, man, people can Amen. be crazy with alcohol. So, Amen. You know, what's up with you, bud? Not much. Baby, just baby, 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 baby. Yeah, baby. Justin Bieber. Um, yeah, baby. baby. <laughs> we covered that song. I remember it was awful. Um, so outside, 
in our, you know, our little patio area. We've yeah. been like slowly fixing it up. And my dad came over yesterday. He's like, hey, I want to help you put outdoor speakers in. You had you li- mentioned him to listen- him? Or it was just like... He was like, it's something I want to do for you. Oh, like, wow. like, Oh, cool. Yeah. He's like, you got to get some backyard music going. So he brought like he brought these speakers, these outdoor speakers. So if it rains, they're, they're fine. Yeah. Um, and then he brought this little amplifier that can actually connect to Bluetooth. So he built like a little shelf in the garage, put the little amplifier on the shelf, drilled through the wall. And like put the speakers in, so we have you know listening capability outside now. What are your neighbors gonna think about that? I don't know. We were playing music yesterday. It was fine. They're pointed down yeah. toward the table, so it's not it's too not, bad. It's not like you guys are throwing parties all the well, time. Well, they next, you know, next door yeah. neighbors throw parties rock, too. So. I've heard them. Yeah. Yeah, and it, most I of think what we've what heard them on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> most of what we'll play is probably I don't know, like reggae. You're not gonna blast like that, Prada. No. D- zombie EP yeah. <laughs> extravaganza. Um, what else? Jury duty this week. Call, I have to call, call in. Yeah, I have Pretty to call good. in. And it, to be fair, last time I did it, I, it was our honeymoon, and and like, which was years ago. For my for our honeymoon, I had to, it was like you got to call in, and it was the day we were leaving. I'm like, dang, there's no way I can defer this because I had already deferred it once. Mm. So I was like, crap, I hope they don't call me in because I'm not going to be here. Um, but I called the first day and they were like, we don't need you. And I was like, thank freaking God. I haven't gotten one in a long time. Knock on yeah. one. But, and, but the call-in ones are cool because normally it's just like, we don't need you. That's the last time I did it. It was just a call. I never, I've never had to go. I in. called and told me I got to call tomorrow. I hope it's one of those like, I call twice and then it's like, we don't need you. Whatever. Um, fingers. Yeah, I know. So jury duty. Um, rewatching Dexter. Finished it. We rewatched Dexter because they're making a new season. Yeah, is it a season or a movie? That was a season. Movie. Oh, it's gonna be a single ten episode season or something like that. Oh, oh. Did you watch it? The whole thing? Yeah, it was a bit disappointing. I, oh, the ending is terrible. I, I the la- all the way up to the last episode. That last episode is horse crap. Yeah, but. I mean, I'm glad they're trying to fix their yeah. error, hopefully, and they've found a better way to end it. But I don't know how they're going to do that, but... I don't think the original plan was to do this. I think they were like, oh, this is a good ending, and everyone's like, no, this is a terrible ending. Oh, shit. Like, well, hey, show, Showtime, can we have some more money, please? You could even tell in the last episode that the actors were not happy. You could see it all over their faces. Yeah. But um, And then another big thing is our IVF anniversary was Saturday. So like a year ago Saturday, we started the IVF process. Crazy. And now we have a baby. But um, She is downstairs and yeah. adorable. She looks like uh, your wife was telling me that you're calling her Frank Reynolds. Yeah. She's got the big she, black hair. Poofy. She does really look like Frank Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> and then so she was saying that she doesn't like being held facing towards the no. body anymore. She wants to see what's going on. Everything. Yeah. That's great. She's she's growing so fast, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all we've been doing. Um, Just stuff around the house, and um, trying to catch up on TV shows, movies, things like that. Nice, you hit the post right there. Well, uh, I've been kind of busy. I'm taking less jobs, less brutal jobs. Like regular PA jobs. Yeah. If they are PA jobs, I want them to be at least something cool. And so uh, 
I got to do uh, a Travis Scott video. I'm not a big rapper guy, but like I know that's I know his name. Is it is he the guy with like the McDonald's burger? Yeah, and he's like in Fortnite. He's on Fortnite yeah. character, and it was a cool. Uh, it was some crazy house in Malibu, and it was a tr- you know typical rap video. We had some Doberman pinchers. That was kind of cool. We had six of them, I think, oh. and just they were surrounding him, looking like a badass with like security guards, and it was, it was shot on film, which. I'm stoked on the director Christopher Riley. He does. He's blowing up. I, I I've worked on him a few things within the last few years, but now he's doing like Billie Eilish stuff. Oh yeah, and big yeah, stuff. He's yeah, he's killing it. He's like you would not when you see this guy. He doesn't look like he does these kind of rap. He actually went viral for a little bit. He did a um, I think it was a Megan The Stallion video where. It's her and her friends dancing around, shaking their asses around this white guy. Yeah. And he shot it, and they made this rig. Here, I'll bring it up. Um, where they, they fastened, like, a rig to this woman's ass with <laughs> the camera. And he's, like, she's shaking it while he's, like, holding the camera. And it, like, went pretty much viral within, like, the film community. That's it was funny. funny. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I saw, like, the setup. Right, yeah. I can't bring it up. It's not on a... He, Right, it's not on his Instagram. He doesn't want to brag about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so yeah, and then <clears throat> related to Travis Scott, he owns a new sel- hard seltzer company called Cacti, and it's not good. Don't don't try it. Just go drink White Claw and Truly. It's way better. But it's very strong. I will say that it's like seven percent versus like the five percent. So, um, and that was like another huge, crazy mansion, and. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was it was a long day. It was like I got like seventy five flights of stairs in that day, like Dang. almost thirty thousand uh, steps. So I was very sore the next day, but it was fun. And then um, I did this really cool one. In between those, uh, it's called <clears throat> this clothing line called Maschino, Maschano, Maschino. I don't know. A lot of people clothing company. Though. Yeah, it's apparently the person that does the designing is like Katy Perry's like go-to oh, that's person awesome. like everything you've seen Katy Perry do it's been Moschino and so it was like a music video for this lady I can't think of her name now but she is Jack White's uh, ex-wife we were wondering the PAs were like who's this chick so I looked her up finally I was like oh wow okay she's like this mm. kind of small time rock the, singer yeah she was in uh, White Stripes then right no that's a sister no. Oh duh! Yeah. No, I no. They were married. No, that's they, a sister, bro. Really? Yes. It's Megan White, Meg White, Meg White. Yeah. Jack and Meg White. They're sisters huh. or they're siblings. I thought no. Okay, I'm tripping. I'll bet I'm you. I'm thinking of $20. something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she was cool. I actually had to hold an umbrella for her like a lot of the days. She was she was sweet. She was a uh, she was cool. Anyways, uh, yeah. But we shot on the Universal Studios lot. Which was really awesome. It was really hard work, the, but it, I kept telling myself, like, you're the White Universal. Stripes were an American rock duo from Michigan. The group consisted of Jack White and his one-time wife, Meg White. What the fuck? Megan White. I thought they were wife. siblings. That's Tegan and Sarah. Weren't they? They're sisters. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Oh. Tegan and Sarah are awesome. I'm glad you didn't and take that back because I owe you twenty dollars. I knew because I remember Fuck. they were like oh, right. in a band together, and then the breakup. Jack's know? been Jack's been around then. Yeah, um, yeah. It was on the Universal lot in the back, and big dance numbers with <clears throat> a bunch of models and professional dancers, and it was kind of cool when we would do takes, and then there would be a 
tourist tram going by and they'd wave to us. It was very kind of surrealish. And yeah, so that's all I've been doing. Is that it? Oh, and I went to California Adventure. And I saw the Spider-Man thing. That's cool. Yeah, it was uh, the the first time I went, they didn't have that going. But uh, it's kind of in a weird spot, too. It's not first time you went to go look at it it was really crowded like they had very not very good crowd control and the second time we went because it goes off like every hour he does it and what i'm talking about is in california adventure in the new avengers campus um spider-man is like climbing on top of the roof and at one point he like flings through the air like literally but it's a robot but it looks so real like it looks like a human yeah and then he lands and he pops out and then he comes down the wall and he comes and he takes pictures with you and uh, yeah, it was cool. Um, the web slingers is still haven't fun. gone, dude. You so gotta, sad. You gotta do when we go. I don't care about California Adventure at all. Like I don't care about any of that. No, stuff. we'll take you to Disneyland. I want Disneyland. I don't. I could care less about. But here's here's the, the thing. Like so, me, my cousin Ashley, and my aunt Linda we're big Disney fans. We've been going for years, yeah. and. We're professionals, that's what we like to call ourselves. And the last few times we've gone, we've only done one park. Where before, with our passes, we'd be bouncing back and forth and timing our fast passes right and trying to like hit every ride we could like in a day. And now that we were like forced into like one park, it it, it was fun, but it was just like, where's that rush? We didn't have that rush anymore because it was just like, yeah. oh, we have plenty of time now to like, because the right now the park is still not at full capacity, so it's kind of nice. It's, not long lines at all, but uh, yeah, when we take you, I don't know. You want to? You might want to see. Might see, have to do two days then. Just I like know. I. So for me, the only reason I ever went to there were two reasons I went to California Adventure. One, I could drink. I drank a bunch. The Carl Strauss truck was like home, second home, <laughs> and then cars. That was it. I, everything else, I was just like. It's just boring. I want to go back to Disney because Disney, like when I'm in there, I it, like I it's have a, better. Though. I have Gar- this like Dude, Guardians, the Avengers. Yeah, um. I just I, it's weird, and I'm not being like resistant to it. I get it. I think it's an awesome business move, but like, like superheroes and Disney, like it just doesn't. It, it doesn't weird to you. It doesn't mix to me. I don't know why. Like, but. Again, I'm not going to be resistant to change because that's what's happening. Everything's like, changing. They had um, the Loki guy come out in his new... Which, we'll have to talk about that when it's done. When it's done. He came out in his variant costume. Like that's He has sick. this jacket that says variant. And I saw some guy walking around with a t-shirt that had TVA and then it had on the back of it variant. I wanted to buy it so bad, but I couldn't find it. Yeah, so I... Um, I love what Disney's doing with Marvel. I think they're really staying true to like true comic book fans which i think is awesome yeah. i don't so much like what they're doing to star wars besides <laughs> mandalorian wait until you see the land though man yeah but man mandalorian's great and i think john favreau needs to just take over which i think is kind of the rumor and that but, dave, and that dave rizzioli guy yeah he, they, they would make it because you can tell their fans too so i don't know i could talk disney all day maybe we need to have an episode but like Another one. <laughs> we'll go, what we'll do is we'll go, and then we'll yeah. have a we'll have a absolutely. Because I maybe we could do some recording while we're there too, and get Liz get Liz to you know come. And we'll just drop yeah. the baby off and yeah, get yeah, like get a, a little break. recorder. Yeah, you can sounds do it on, good. We could do it on our phone. 
for sure. That too. I, I saw people with like professional cameras and they're sneaking in and look like bloggers. So this is whatever. We can do it. But uh, uh, awesome. That's cool. Want to get into our uh, scrutinies? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, Army of the Dead. Let's start off. Let's get the shit out of the way. Sorry. Um, Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder. If you've listened to our podcast, you kind of know how I feel about Zack Snyder. But was impressed with his redux of Justice League. Very impressed with it. Yeah, it was long. <laughs> this movie was not. I have many a thought about it. I disagree. I think and, it's better than Justice League. And I think this will be a good conversation because I think we'll have both sides of it. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is like Liz and I both... Like, we watch movies together all the time, and I just, like, the, the the music bothered me. Like, a re, like, remade versions of certain songs, like, the, the beginning, for instance, the intro, Viva Las Vegas, but for, like, five minutes long of an intro, and it's just like, I get it already, and the... Br- like, it wasn't a very good version of the song. And the other one that got me was Bad Moon Rising, sung slow. It's like, this song's meant to be, like, upbeat, badass, like, Credence song. I like covers, but that one was just, like, bland to me. Um, I just, I don't know, the sound bothered me a lot. Um, do you want me to just go all the way through it and get it over with? I guess. With the, just the music or the whole movie? The whole thing. I guess we could go. What do you think with the music for you? It wasn't a. I, I never at one point. Is this Richard Cheese? Richard, yeah, this is Richard Cheese, though. This is great. I remember this. That's the funny part about. Do you know who Richard Cheese is? Who is he? Oh. He. Wait, is he the guy that covers all the? Yeah, he does like I know who the down yeah, and yeah. makes it in, like swing. Yeah, so that's why I think that this song works. Um, I knew I, I did. You know, I root for Zack Snyder. Viva Las Vegas. That's great. I love this. Um, the Justice League whole debacle. That's set aside. That I. I 300, right? He did 300 and did Sin City. And it's a good one. He's the CGI kind of king of like comic book looking stuff. Yeah. And I think he still nailed it with this one. The um, it, the one thing that kind of bothered me, but I didn't, I kind of appreciated was how much depth of field yeah. there were, it was to the, like the characters. When I say that is like they're in focus and then everything behind them is just blurred. like super blurry. And that's how I'm it is see, in all, I'm pretty seeing, much all his movies. So. I know, but this was like a lot, like mm-hmm. really over the top. And he shot this. He he was the writer, director, and cinematographer. So that was his choice to like yeah. do that. And I'm seeing that in a lot more shows too. Um, damn, I just had it. Well, it might have been because like of the way they had to film it during the pandemic, right? Because like I'm sure they had the green screen a lot. Oh, it's all green screen. Yeah. Or it's, I think maybe uh, some of it too is some of that um, um, virtual, not virtual, digital. Oh, basically what they did in Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. where it's that kind of technology. Um, 
And I can't, yeah, you kind of have to with this movie. Saves pri- it saves money, too. I, I'm not the zombie horror aficionado like you are, and but this this kind of movie, I think. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Who's that? Allison Crow. No. Um, this can help get the non-zombie people into it. Like this was fun enough and not over the top gory, and I mean it's got brutal parts and yeah. stuff, but. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Um, I thought the cinematography on that level was, you know, it was good. It was impressive for what it is. Um, Very digital. Oh, the, what I was trying to say was, though, is with the depth of, of field or the focus. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot now, too. Look at the top and bottom of screens nowadays, like in something that looks very cinematic, like a TV show. Yeah. And it's, you know how, like, they call letterbox, it's the two black yeah, yeah, yeah. Make yeah. it look cinematic. If you go more inside the frame, you'll notice there's almost like a letterbox of, of blurriness that At is the inside top. just, and I, I'm pretty sure it's put in post. It's not there, because that's not how that works. And it's just to give it more of like a cinematic depth of feel. Yeah. And it just seems kind of weird to me. I don't know. So you were talking about like the zombie community and like people getting into it. But, like, and I'm not only going to get on Zack Snyder about this, but, like, I I get the need to have, like, the army element to it, but I, I'm so over, like, the military-style, like, apocalypse movie. Like, I like the small side story type zombie film. Like, like uh, Walking Dead, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like, how it's just, like, random people it's not like the military and stuff like that it just like i feel like it like it's the same movie over and over it's like the military did some shit some experiment or something they get out and then it spreads like it just to me it like i'm over that element i want to see like the more personal stories like quiet place did it really well there was some weird alien stuff but like i was was thinking that but i was like oh it's alien yeah it's like same kind of personal like you know stories grounded yeah and that kind of bothered me like it was just like these ex-military dudes or whatever they are and like i I don't know batista or whatever he's awesome but just like or what's his name tony Tony batista or whatever Dave dave batista yeah there you go He's he's cool, but like his character was just like, was just not super appealing to me. Like none of the characters really. Like they had, if you notice, they had one of like each type of person. They yeah. had like a. What's you're supposed to do though? Look at the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, same kind of thing. You I don't know. Are supposed to be all the same character? No. No, 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 no. I mean, like all of them. Like he's the tech guy. He's the this guy. He's the that guy. Yeah. And it's like. They're just normal people, though. Like, they're not, like, superheroes and well, stuff. it wasn't like they were already put together. He went out. Yeah. They, he was asked to put a team together, so he went. It's like Suicide Squad, which bit. bothered me because I hate Suicide Squad. Well, the new one's supposed to be better. Better, yeah. And uh, Did the uh, Tignataro thing throw you off at all? Did you see any? Do you know about that? Uh, the, what the, is? The pilot, the chick pilot. Yeah, what about her? She. They when they first shot this, Chris D'Elia, the comedian, yeah, was in it. Like they shot with Chris D'Elia. Oh, and but then, and then that stuff about him hooking up with underage chicks, or whatever, came out, 
And so they're like, oh, we can't have this guy on our fucking blockbuster movie. Butthole. So then they recasted with Tig Notaro, who's another stand-up comedian, and they had to go and originally, like, digitally reshoot some of her stuff. I actually didn't really notice it. I was looking for it. Um, they did a damn good job of covering it up then. They would just, like, not... They just cut her out. Um, and I think that's why she felt a little flat at times. I liked her character. But I liked it. Yeah. Like, she was cool. But she had, like, a very flat, like, that's character. Her, yeah, yeah, I think the reason I like her because I know her stand-up. That's very much what her... His, her she had a show for a while where she's so out of touch with the entertainment industry that she would have uh, it was a talk show where she'd have guests on and she would have no idea who these famous people were like uh, James Vanderbeek and uh, that's a really interesting she, she, had, she had to figure out through their conversation who this person was that's a good factoid that makes me like respect the movie a little more like they had to cut out the bastard in order to like yeah yeah. That guy's a weirdo. Wasn't but, bad. I was looking for it and it didn't. Yeah. There was a couple shots where you could kind of tell like they added it in like a big group shot. Yeah. They had taken him out and put her in. It was, But it was like a quick because they yeah. had to like establish that they were all there kind of thing. But yeah, it was all right. I think I, the actors were, I mean, for dude, this is an action movie. Yeah. It's not, it's not going up for Academy Awards. It isn't. I mean. I got to be, I had to be honest, the writing to me was the weakest. Like I just yeah. did not like this. It was just like. I didn't like the the way the zombies were like they had like a cast system like they had the alphas and like he rode a horse and shit it was just like it was like it was kind of like I, he I, is legend yeah I am like legend and that was that actually kind of bothered me too but well I am legend was more vampire though it was, no, they were just like killing people though. Like vampire zombies. zombie Vampires mixture. Are, yeah, they didn't fly. They didn't. There you go. Wait, you but but overall, it's just not. It wasn't. Well, how are you I, supposed to redo zombies? Like what? I know. What's a new it, thing? I get it. I like the concept of like. Well, and then, well, spoiler alert. Like, a lot of people die at the end, and yeah. I was like, oh wow, like. I thought this was going to be like a franchise. Like yeah. they're going to do like a bunch of these. I think what I heard was this is like supposed to be the last one. And now all the they're going to do prequels, lots of prequels and like how this started. And I like the idea of it was centraled in Las Vegas and they put like a wall around it and they were going to nuke it. Cause that's yeah. kind of like if that shit really happened, I think that's what would they would do. Like contaminate the, you know? Yeah. So I thought it was fun. Okay. I, so f- for me, yeah, I gave it, oh. <laughs> What'd you get? I gave it a forty-four. Get it put on the trash can. No, not if we don't both agree on it. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. We both have to agree. It's a fifty or below. I do not. Uh, I gave it a seventy-three point five, which is understandable because if you know me, I don't like Zack Snyder. Like I just don't like him. I don't like his movies. But that's me. There's a whole like audience of people who like love him and like. That's cool. I knew it was Zack Snyder the whole time, but there were moments where I feel like I f- kind of forgot yeah. that he was doing it all. It, it didn't. It didn't remind me of like Sin City or Three Hundred or yeah, or even like Justice League. It it had its kind of its own look 
that Zack Snyder has never really done. It was really bright. But, but like, I, yeah, and I also did suspend my disbelief. I didn't like say like it's a Zack Snyder dude, movie. I, I have to hate well, it. The tiger. I didn't like the. I like the zombie the tiger. Tiger was funny. That again. was pretty cool, man. Yeah. Have you seen it? I don't know. I've ever seen a zombie. He had like tiger ribs. Yeah, was ribs pretty, coming out. That was pretty sick. I was like, where's Siegfried and Roy then? <laughs> That's, Maybe yeah. the alpha like was like. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it shows up in this in the the prequel. Yeah, um, yeah you know what I would have liked. Hmm. This is what I would have liked because it bordered on cheesy at times, and then it had like serious moments. Right? I wish he would go full cheese on it. Have like a, a zombie like Elvis impersonator yeah, and you're zombie getting, like you're getting into uh, the other one you like with the guy with the the chain chains. Oh, like, like Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Yeah. yeah, and I don't mean like. There's a way to do it where it would be rad to have like zombie Elvis and like zombie like I don't know. But then that's, really isn't cool. that kind of like Zombieland then? Mm-hmm. Zombieland's Sorry, great. Everyone's it's it's been done just like the Simpsons. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I do think that if you're looking for just like a fun kind of. Uh, yeah, action you can, movie. You can watch it at home on, on HBO Max, right? Yeah, HBO Max. I would have... No, Netflix. Sorry. Netflix, yeah. I would have liked to see this on the theaters. Theaters weren't really open quite yet yeah. when this got released, but... I would say if, you, you know, if you're looking for something to watch and it's hot day, just throw your AC on and watch this movie. It's pretty cool. Technically. But I just don't like the... I don't know. I, I need something new zombie-wise. Like... That's why I like Zombieland so much, is because Zombieland was this like, even number number two was, was it was kinda, pretty good. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Like yeah, oh, like here we go. Sequel. I thought I zombie. Like, oh. I thought Zombieland one was way better, right. but that was two was good. Some of the fresh. Yeah. All right, let's get into uh, let's Bird. get into Beartooth. Um, Beartooth, I feel like, in my eyes, is like Bayside. I don't go out and lo- and want to listen to them in my car, but every time I see them live, they're amazing. And then I, I go, wow, this band's so good. I need to go now and listen to them in my car. And then I go, oh, it's just not hitting the same nerve. Like, I don't know. I think it's a compliment to them yeah. a little bit. It's kind of, it sucks that, I don't know. I, I like a handful no. of Baratooth stuff, but I'm this- not... Below is the record. Thank you. Yes. And apparently produced, written, and mastered, and mixed, and all this stuff by Shomo. Shomo. We can't find any other information about it. Um, I found one article saying listing him as all those credits. So, so I love. He did this, and it sounds this good. I have a little bit more appreciation for this album. I really like Silverstein. I love Silverstein. I think we can both agree they're awesome. They've been doing their thing forever. And this guy was Shomo did guest vocals on a song Burn It Down or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and Liz really liked the vocalist so she started listening to Beartooth and I had, you know, I didn't know, I didn't explore that so much and then she was like, have you heard Beartooth? Like, do you like this? And I started listening to it and I'm like, wow. Oh, so you've only recently, recently guys, are, Yeah, okay. since Burn It Down and then she, she got me really into them and like disease is a great record. It's very like poppy, but like hardcore poppy. This one is like metal, 
yeah, with a bit of pop. It, I, they're trying to itch that hardcore metal mm-hmm. for their fans, but then they like they'll have. Oh, I love some of these songs, man. This one. Like, this is for the radio. Like, yeah, for sure. They wrote this for the radio. It, it, I mean, just the difference between the, the, those two songs. Like, this is how the song before it starts. I love this. Like, this is, could be on the radio. It's pretty pretty catchy, cool little riff. But then it's like, the next song is... They had to, dude. But There's not even a lot of screaming in this one. Here's the thing. I, when I read the influences for this record, like I was like, that makes sense. Their influences were like Sabbath and Pantera, like biggest. Question. It is so metal. Since we are talking about influences, what vocals does this song remind you of? Not this part. Hold on. In the verse. I think this track is the only one that has like this effect on his voice. I don't know. At least I, this is the only song I caught it on. Oh, here it comes. Oh, thrice. Dude, does it sound like Dustin? Yeah, it does sound like Dustin a bit. I was like, is Dustin like doing a image guest of the, on the song? Image of the Indivisible. Yeah, it's got like this almost tinny Mega, reverb, like megaphone. Yeah, exactly. And I, I was like, oh wow. Is that what they're going for? I was like, it's a cool effect. It's really like, cool. That's thrice, bro. <laughs> so, but so the cover of this record's awesome. The, I do like that. The I, death I love, guy on the motorcycle. I love the purple and uh, black. So yeah. sick. They do have some pretty. I mean, I guess that is kind of representative of what this band is. But like, when I see something like that, I expect more something like Metallica, more a little bit more metal. Yeah. And this is more pop. Metal. Rock metal. Pop rock but metal, yeah. That's cool. And I, I like, like that. Like, their guitars are killer. All of their guitars just make you want to go rev up a chainsaw and, like, I don't know, run around and kill some zombies. A band like this, and then, like, even with Devil, we'll talk about in a second, I think these bands are so dependent on how good your fucking drummer is. Yeah. I mean... This drummer is great. I mean, there's a... You could say, yeah, you could make this drummer sound amazing in, in recording and just editing and stuff, but he's so live. It's so raw. Like, even this recording is very raw. Like, despite the big production sound, mm-hmm. like, it is raw. And the fills are really good. I was, yeah. I, I really like the drums in this uh, from them. And I like his vocals. He has this way of singing that's just like, he, he doesn't, he borders that, like, Emo y, like pop. It's very Silverstein yeah. in between singing and, and screaming. I'm, I was kind of thinking about it. Like, I wonder how long he can do this for. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. He's been doing this for a long time. Wasn't he in that other uh, Attack Attack? Wasn't he in Attack Attack? I don't know. Good question. Yeah, I think he was one of the members of. Uh, but he. Attack Attack. It's like him and Shane. Like, Shane told is a legend. Like, in terms of vocals, like live vocals. I saw them together. I took photos for when they, it was um, Hands Like Houses. That's how I got in because I knew their manager. Yeah. I took photos for them, but I got to stick around for Beartooth and Silverstein. In yeah. Silverstein, like Shane told, will never, he always puts on a show, like every single show. He was in Attack Attack. Oh, nice. Yeah. First 
singer or like was he one of the middle? He became oh, keyboard, cool. a keyboardist. Nice. 14. When he was 14? Jesus. Jeez. When he was 15, they signed to Rise Records. So I good. I would have loved to have been signed by a fucking record label. Attack Attack was an interesting band. Like, they're, they're, that one record someday came suddenly or whatever. It's pretty cool. Really weird auto-tune-y stuff, but I liked it. But this band, Beartooth, is so good. This record, like, it blew my mind when I listened to it because I was like, I wanted something like this. I wanted something really aggressive, fast, and it doesn't stop. Like, the whole record just goes so quick. And, like, some catchy vocals. Yeah. I really liked... Which one did I like? I like the last song because it's no vocals, just oh, no, I like, instrument. Oh, I like Dominate, the one that was just playing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're into this kind of music, I think it's it's not bad. It's no. not the greatest metal record of all time, but yeah, it's like compared to their uh, their other albums, it's pretty much similar. Like yeah, you're gonna if you're a fan of the other albums, you're gonna like this one. Disease is a little more poppy, but this one. It just hits you in the face and keeps going, and that's what I like about it. It's like, it isn't that long of a record. I think it's, what, like 48 minutes or something? 47? 45 minutes. 45 minutes. 12 songs. Not, not super long, but Red like, Bull very good. Records. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they recorded this at Red Bull Records. I'm sure they did. I'm sorry, Thrice did one, I th- or did like a... They did something at Red Bull. I, I did a cool video with All Time Low there. It's a really nice. cool studio. There's just like bridges of... Red Bull everywhere. Like every room yeah. you go into, there's a little fridge of fucking Red Bull. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. What'd you give it? I gave it a 90. 90. I liked it a lot. Wow. Uh, I didn't like it that much. I do like it, but I gave it a 66. Yeah. I listened to it once through, and then I spun it because I have the vinyl. So, oh, of course you do. Hell yeah. Oh, you have the vinyl? Yeah. Oh, that might have the credits in it. Oh, yeah, you're right. I was looking for that. I didn't think you... Oh, okay. Well, we won't check right now, but we'll check later. But I'm curious. Yeah. Because that will for sure have... The Tell credit. us. I really wish iTunes and, like, Spotify would list... Update it, yeah. Yeah, even, like, who made the artwork? Like, I want to know who made that. Sorry, and I feel bad for the people that don't get credit, so... Yeah. All right, Beartooth, go All see right. them live. They're awesome live. And now, the main event. Yeah, we but we didn't do... Um, A scrutiny scale for this. We're just... Kind of yeah. gonna t- chat about it. Do you want to do it? Do you have it up? I will right now. We're so professional over here. But if you guys haven't heard Devil Wears Prada, I don't know where you've been. Because, I got it. You know. You I'll, got bring, it. I'll bring up the first one. So yeah. Wait. Oh, it's under EPs. That's weird. Yeah. Years ago, Devil Wears Prada put out a EP called Zombie EP. It was 2010, Mm -hmm. 11 years ago. Wow. And it's kind of a, it's a definitely a concept record. So it's, it's a zombie EP. It's about zombies and everything to do with zombies. Yeah. I I rarely look at the lyrics. I used to do that like when I was in high school and take the CD inserts and I had nothing to do and not a cell phone or, you know, but now it's like, I don't care. My, my ears go to how they formed the songs and and the riffs and the. What about this like intro, dude? Epic, epic like intro. It's good. 
I doubt it's real uh, strings. Mm-mm. <laughs> and then just. So this is a little bit more, definitely a little heavier than Fair uh, 2. Yeah. I've but, always but loved Devil. That's parts, some songs that are pretty this chaotic. This is cool. So cool. So this is. I had long hair. I'd be swinging. Yeah, this is how the record opens. I mean, and it doesn't stop. It's like what five songs long, but it's so heavy. And um, they actually made a comic book that went with this. So they had like a a Devil Wears Prada like comic where they were in the comic and they were like fighting off the zombie <laughs> hordes and stuff. It's very, uh, People died. Cody and Cambria. Yeah. And I, they actually, I hope Devil keeps doing the EP thing because they did, they also did a space EP and it's all space themed stuff and it's really cool. They put like cool special effects in it. Um, and they've changed a lot of their members. So, Oh, really? Going from Zombie EP 1, this one, yeah. to Zombie EP 2, it's a lot different. Like, if member you list, wise. Yeah, member-wise. I mean, it kind of sounds... I mean, Similar. I think they tried to do that as much as they could. They have a different drummer, though, so that's, like, a I big think technically, deal. Is this album technically called Z1-2? Uh, Z2, yeah. yeah. Okay. This is Zombie EP, and then Z2 was what they just released. But... One thing I really liked about this record is their their inclusion of sound bites everywhere. Like they have like little like sirens and they have like moments where somebody will say something. There's like a song that talks about the when the outbreak started. Um, it's called Outnumbered. That was like the single on this record. Um, overall, I love when a band can successfully do a concept album because it's not easy and it can either come across as like lame or like really cool and I thought this was awesome I think my favorite concept album was Armor for Sleep but, uh, What to Do When You're Dead yeah actually and then Boys Night Out uh, Medicating that's really good too yeah that's all about him being going into rehab and everything yeah that's a great album um, doing some research this album was produced by Joey Sturgis yeah who's like the dude for like this kind of stuff and weirdly looking at his all music uh, dot com page he's only listed he's only done stuff his last thing was 2015 is he yeah not, he, he hasn't done much that's weird is he okay I hope he's not like I don't know I haven't heard anything but he's a good producer man I yeah wish, it's weird that unless all music is all music is not perfect but he was um, like he was like the king of doing like Low key. Oh, his guitars. Like, like, yeah. Joey Sturgis guitars. Like, yeah, it's like amazing. And stuff, yeah. And even his drums is the Joey. I think he's got like plugins for, for everything under his name. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's, he's done everything. Um, I can only take this kind of music so much. I mean, if I'm really like in traffic or I'm going fast and I need some. I'll put something like this or every time I die on, but then I can only take it for like 10 minutes. Then I, I need a refresher. <laughs> I need some like oh, I love Motion this. City soundtrack or something. The intro to the next song. Ready. Have you seen them live? Oh, many a time. I don't think I've... Maybe, maybe, if, maybe I've caught them at like Warped Tour, but I don't think I've like... 
Oh, that's Dead Wars Prada. Where is it? Waiting for it. Waiting for it. Where's this intro? There it is. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like so cool. Yeah, and one thing I I will tip my cap to them is I, I write. I can't help but write music all the time, and I, I write heavy stuff, quote unquote, and, and more poppy acoustic. I can't. I just my brain chooses what yeah. it wants to. I wouldn't even know where to fucking start if I wanted to write a song like this. I'll give them credit, and then the fact that they can remember it—that's crazy. They have so many parts. And, and the other thing is, there's only so many keys, and when you're playing stuff this low, you're only you're limited to like only like eight notes and you're usually in drop D drop C drop E drop G whatever you know, they're in the but still limited to like how many things you can do I don't know yeah in this I do love how cool they are to their fans like this was huge for their they this record is probably one of their biggest yeah because they like their fans were like hell yeah this I, is awesome I'm not, I'm not a big fan I know of them like yeah. through the scene and stuff and I it's funny how one of their their EP is like their most famous record yeah. out of all the records they've done they love well, that, that one in like the tree the big tree one too oh I, yeah I, with roots above right yeah that's when I got really into them was like oh my god you can be like metal but also like very melodic it was about it, I saw them with Under Oath and like I hated like hated them before because they used to be like a lot more like all over the place like kind of like crappy sort of mm-hmm. like all over the place and then they structured everything for with roots above because joey sturgis did that one and it was like this is great you can bridge that gap between like emo screamo Another, and metal uh, ohio band bear yeah. from ohio too Interesting. And they, they actually posted the other day, our good friends, Beartooth, released the record. So they, they have Zombie EP, great. And then they, they decided later, hey, the story and the songs and everything were super popular. Let's release a sequel to it. And I remember their announcement was just like this like short video they filmed. Mm-hmm. And it was like super cool. It like almost reminded me of like Walking Dead. And then all of a sudden they're like zombie EP two, you know, coming out, and it was like, oh my gosh, everybody went crazy. Um, we did, we reviewed their last record, the act. You, like, I, you I, it was like my album of the year. Like, I don't think I listened to it. It was like a year ago. Um, but they changed a lot. If you listen to the new zombie EP, they like their vocals are different. Uh, Mike Ron, the screamer, actually does some like yelling, like more like. Uh, I was gonna mention, I love the scream. Like hardcore is yelling. Is singing too? No, that's Jeremy DePoister, okay. their guitarist. Okay. But. Ooh, look at you with the names. Yeah. Wow, you really do love this. Oh, band. I love it. Mike Chronica. How do you feel about the name though? Devil Wears Prada? Yeah. Did they, did they start the band before the movie? No. I know, I know there was a book. No, 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 no. They, they based it on the book. Oh. Or, or wait, maybe fashion? they did come out before. Yeah, they based it on the book. Because Mike Chronica read the book, and he was like, oh, Devil Wears Prada. That's a freaking brutal name. I, I think the diff- I, for some, I think because of the movie, it's a lot it of people just kind of sh- girly to me. A lot of people just <laughs> shorten it to Prada, but yeah. oh, this is their like single. It's like D- DP. Outnumbered. 
<laughs> DP. <laughs> oh no, I guess I got to do double a W in there. DWP. DW, yeah. D- Department of Water and Power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so this record, um, they pressed uh, interesting vinyl facts, but oh, they here, pressed here it like once, and then they repressed it in small quantities. And couldn't find the thing, and now they're like kind of everywhere being sold, which is weird. Maybe they're gonna do a repress of it soon. But um, I was able to nab one for reasonable price, so I was excited. Of course you did, because I love this freaking record, and I couldn't find it forever. What's the best kind of genre to play on a vinyl? I don't feel like this kind of music is gonna. I actually really like like pop punk on vinyl it's more loud and like happy and reggae sounds really good these like Um, deep low bass stuff i feel like the needle i mean i guess i guess it does does sound really good on on your hi-fi system yeah it does sound really good on vinyl but um i would say like the like hip-hop rap i listen to a lot of like i i actually um mac miller is like my He's like my favorite artist ever. Oh, we know Corey. Um, but I have all his vinyl, and I listen to like those, and they sound really good on that. This stuff, it's kind of like you can turn it up loud, and it's loud as hell. And the clarity on vinyl to me just sounds so good. Um, it's much more like organic sounding than digital. Like sometimes digital compresses things a lot, yeah. so like it can't hit the like natural highs that like a like a vinyl could but vinyl isn't always going to have the same exact like clear clarity that it like digital because you have the pops and the cracks yeah so i've been watching them itunes is doing more i forget what they call it it's not on this album but they had it i think on the bear tooth album different like uh no it's like this new audio system oh high-res lossless it's, I haven't seen this before. It's supposed to be new, better sounding. Things. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into the second one. Yeah. This one's a classic already in like this scene. Yeah. So how does this one, as a big fan, how does this one compare? I think it's... Live up to the hype? I think it's awesome, and it does. My only thing is, like, if this is great, like, super bassy, super loud, um... Some of it is a little all over the place. There's a song that's really... I think it's this song. Nightfall? No, maybe it's... um, Forlorn, Termination, It might be be Termination. Like, it's really hard to keep up with because the the, The timing and stuff is just like all... Watch, I think it's... Yeah, this one. Okay. Like, whoa. This is the one song I have a problem with. I'm just like, what is going on? Okay, one second. See, this is cool. You you see what I mean by he does a lot more, like, yelling in this? Yeah. Instead of, like, the scream. He's that. And it, it, this came... That change in screaming came after a certain point where he's probably like let's hear this the intro one more time 
It just, it's so like, oh my gosh, what's up with the timing? Okay. Now what's this? I mean, this isn't the right one. What is it? Damn it. Oh, wow. Who is this? Lamb of God. This is on Guitar Hero. Doesn't it sound like that song? A little bit, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It's like the off. See? Yeah, a little bit. And for sure these guys listen to Lamb of God. Yeah, for sure. Maybe they got some inspiration. Mm, sounds like a ripoff to me. <laughs> but... That I, I I'm not much of a metalhead at all, but I, once I heard that, I was like, wait, I know that the timing. Song. Yeah, wait, the, the timing on this one kind of messes with you a little bit. It's like, oh, it's I'm saying, like, they're running out. Like, there's only so many notes you can do. Yeah, but somehow these guys still figure yeah. out beats and weird noises. I, and I think this record sounds better than the first one. It like it's just more full, but it's Adam D. I think did this one. Uh, negative. It is. I thought Adam D did this. Or I what did up. Adam D do? His name is Jonathan Craig. Never mind. Gring. 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 He's, Wait. um, he did the last Silverstein album. Oh, okay. Uh, additional production. I don't think he was like the main producer. Papa Roach. He did the act. Del Rose Prada. Hands Like Houses. And I really like the and act. And also Space and 818 by Del Rose Prada. So he's like the new devil guy. I like it. It's really the, raw. The production is super good. Incredible. Like, that's one thing I think you never really hear a bad production of like a metal record. Yeah. It's and always if, like. And if it is, then, then it becomes punk. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you know, true. like, it's, it's very clear. I mean, everything's just so digital now, too. I just think. I think they gave the fans what they wanted, and I think that's awesome. And. The act, the last one, upset a lot of people because it was so different. Like my Chronica actually cited you're gonna you're gonna be like fuck that. Uh, Billy Eilish as like an inspiration, like the way that the weird sounds and stuff she does, and he he like he loved that. He loved that rhythmic stuff, and they ended up writing a record that was like divisive. But I loved it. I love the act. I think it's such a good record. I think, every, I think every band at least has one record that yeah. really stands out. Like, oh, the fans really didn't like that one. For a band that should sound the same all the time just because of the nature of their music, like, the act stood out, like, so much. It doesn't sound like any of their other stuff. Huh. So going off of that, coming back to this and giving their fans, like, what they want, like, was so cool of them, you know? Because they want to experiment. I know they do. Yeah. Um, so, and I watched their stream of this. They did like Zombie EP 1 and 2. Nice. Amazing. Like, so cool. Where'd they do it? Uh, just some studio. They did live stream. I don't know what studio they did it at, but super cool. I think these guys are rad. They're at the top of their game. They like in this genre. So, I loved it. Go listen to it if you're into this kind of stuff. Listen to both. Listen to Zombie 1, Zombie 2. Great story. Good. I, like I said, I'm not a big into this yeah. kind of genre, but I this is good. Yeah. Alright, let's get into uh, some other zombie stuff. Yeah. So as the horror aficionado, let's have you lead this. So give us some uh oh here's that song again. <laughs> um, zombie history. Yeah. Where did uh zombies come from, Corey? Zombies came from the uh Haitian 
term. It's like a, it was like you know Haiti, like gotcha. came from that like the Haitian folklore, mm-hmm. um, and they were always like a mythological kind of undead uh, revenant is what they would call them, um, and they're created through a reanimation of corpses. But in Haitian folklore, it was more like voodoo magic and stuff That's like that okay. that brought people back. Mm-hmm. In modern, uh, the modern zombie that we know is much more like, obviously, there's some sort of outbreak or pandemic, infection, infection um, parasite, whatever it is. Yeah. If you've seen The Crazies, which we'll get to later, we'll talk about a bunch of zombie movies, parasite stuff comes into play. I like the um, idea, though. Yeah, they, it started with people... Using magic to which is it's kind of Frankensteinish, yeah. yeah. And and it's always like set in like the bayou, like is creepiness. Stuff. Or I'm sorry, yeah. uh, sorry, uh, the monster of Frankenstein. Uh, is he considered a zombie? He would be considered a zombie if he's right? reanimated corpse. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would be a much more traditional zombie rather than like what we have today, right? Because he was like manufactured. Yeah, I never thought about Through that. the miracle of science, I guess Whoa. you would say. <laughs> he lives. Um, alive. So necromancy is like, you know, necromancy being like the practice of magic, communicating with the dead, that right. type of thing. Um, that's the Haitian tradition. Where it's a class it in goes. Hogwarts, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it should be, right? Um, but then you have the Central or West African like legend. Um, and it... Zombie is like, it's it's interesting. The name um, is from like the Congo language for uh, it's like Nzambi. It's N or it's N Z A M B I, which is God, and Zumbi Z U M B I, which is fetish. Weird. So it formed the name of like several like godly deities, but um. I really like the Louisianan origin of like zombies. Like, there's like this connection with like Louisiana and like the Bayou type thing. That stuff's crazy, creepy, and like just the idea that like people could curse other people and like when they die they come back as like this undead, tortured soul kind of deal. Um, The chemical hypothesis would have been more like. This one's trippy. So I read this thing about like, um, uh, ethnobotanist, which is a, um, the region's plant, the study of like a region's plants and stuff. Mm. So apparently there is this hypothesis that a, you, a living person could be turned into a zombie by using powders introduced into the bloodstream. So like, like neurotoxins. Bath salts? Yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly, actually. Like, yeah. the, as funny as that sounds, like, bath salts d- had that same effect where people would start eating. They're biting faces off of people and yeah, stuff. weird. And that's, that is the neurotoxin. That's, like, the chemical hypothesis. Weird. And then there's the social hypothesis, which, like, schizophrenia, things like that, where it's, like, more, like, psychosocial mm. type. Um, infection, which would be like somebody going crazy on their own. Right. Um, so like homeless and mentally ill were always mistaken for like to have that type of thing going on. Um, and so 
the modern zombies, like Frankenstein actually, it, while not a zombie novel per se, it prefigures many 20th century ideas about zombies and that the resurrection of the dead is portrayed as a scientific process rather than a mystical one. Mm-hmm. So you could think of Frankenstein as one of the earliest like forms of, okay, this is the scientific theory on why people become zombies. Yeah, but it's not... It's not quite a zombie. What we're what yeah. we nowadays think of a zombie, we can go look, look, look back and go, oh yeah, now Frankenstein was, yeah. in, in that idea, but because you just throw a bunch of body parts together, uh-huh. electrocute it, and then it becomes a zombie, right? What do you? I, I I looked something up. What do you think is the first zombie movie? Um, because I'm reading, reading here the the widely the. It is widely accepted. White that the first zombie seems to be the one that I'm seeing. I see. It's a 1932, right? Oh, okay. Well, first modern zombie movie, they they credit to uh, George A. Romero with Night I, of the Living Dead. You know, it's funny. I haven't seen it. I, I saw it in like high school, I, but I, it's really schlocky and low budget, but it was it was like a new type of monster zombie that... I might have to go rewatch a lot of these because yeah. like it would be... Halloween time, buddy. Yeah, Halloween. We got like lots of stuff to watch but like George A. Romero like really made zombies come to the forefront of like uh, like our modern culture like yeah and you know like they can get stale if you watch like in I guess we could kind of get into culture now like with it but like if you watch Walking Dead I got through season three and then it just lost me because it's at like season ten or I, something. I lost it after like the middle of season two. It's uh, just, season it's, one was great. The first episode, the pilot, is amazing. Like that is it like its own kind of cool short film. It's just almost. too much. Yeah. At now one let me ask point. you this: What do you prefer, fast or slow zombies? I prefer slow because it's creepier. <laughs> Isn't it easier to kill them though? It is. Yeah. But in hordes, like huge amounts, you're screwed. That's, that's the problem. Isn't yeah, it? they're all slow, but there's a thousand of them. Yeah. But I guess the idea of fast-moving zombies, like World War Z style, mm-hmm. that's creepy. Yeah. Um, I do you, like the, the movie's okay. I like the fast ones. But read the book, World War Z. The book, like audio, yeah. audio book. <laughs> okay. Don't. Listen to the audiobook because Mark Hamill does a voice and oh, really? like among other famous people. Max Brooks, he's awesome. Great, great story. But they in the movie they chose to go the fast zombie route, right? World mm-hmm. War Z. Yeah. And I thought World War Z was okay. Um, I didn't think it was horrible, but I didn't think it was great just because I had read the book and the book was oh. it was a completely different thing. I didn't know anything about it. I thought it was like a new kind of Fresh, a little bit fresh take on zombies, and it, it was good. It, but. It's it's really over the top, like the fact that he's like traveling over the entire world. Yeah, but well, I like the idea of him trying to figure out why they're doing this. Yeah, and it's and then the well, I don't want to spoil it, but it's a good one. It's a nice little twist at the end that like, yeah. oh shit, that's how you get away from zombies. Okay, I would say you should definitely watch. Or re- listen to the audiobook. If you're not into reading, like uh, listening like to the audiobook, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my favorite, let's kind of go with our favorite, like zombie thing in culture. Okay. Like, movie, TV show. 
I think one of my favorite zombie movies, and it's kind of like a twist on zombies, would have to be... Well, it's either Zombieland, which is kind of like a silly one, but more of a serious one would be like The Crazies. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of that. I've never seen it, though. It's it's kind of a different take. Like, there's other stuff going on. I don't want to ruin anything, because it's like one of those very twisty-type movies, but... Um, it's a great movie, The Crazies, and it's it's this small town, kind of like I said, like mm. very small town type right. zombie film. Um, mm. I like it a lot. It's really good. It, it It's kind of like something happens to people and makes them go crazy. They're not like zombies per se. They're just crazy, mm-hmm. but it does fall into the zombie thing for under, me. Under the umbrella. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I mean, I mentioned most of the ones that I like. Um, at least the scary ones, like yeah. World War Z. I really like that. I saw in the theater, and I remember that. He is legend. I'm gonna throw that under zombies. I wa- I remember watching that um, on one of those old portable DVD players. Remember those? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Uh, on our way to Vegas, and it was the middle of the day, and I had headphones on, and it scared the shit out of me. I can't believe that movie scared me in a car on a DVD portable thing. Like, yeah, it's, that was a scary movie for me. <laughs> That's my bar. Um, but yeah, Zombieland. If we're gonna get more goofy, like Zombieland was so fresh and the, the 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 text on the screen and the rules and stuff and Woody Harrelson just being just oh, classic world Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I, I love me some Emma Stone. Um, but if we're gonna go even more funny, I think even a better comedy has to be Shaun of the Dead. That movie. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a great movie. Sci- I didn't even think of that one. Uh, I forgot. Ed- Edgar Wright. I mean, that guy is just a British. I want to call him a genius. He's not quite there yet. Maybe give him 20 more years and then we can do it. But he's getting close, man. That guy, the way that guy manipulates film in a just a very fresh way that not a lot of people do. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's hard to describe. Scott Pilgrim. I mean, like, the way he... It's not a zombie movie, but you know what I mean? Like, I would, yeah, the twist I would, of... I think I want to revise my, one of my favorites is Sean. Uh-huh. Well. I, figured, I thought of that one. Love that trilogy, dude. So good. The the zombie one, the hot fuzz, and then uh, World's End or whatever. World's End, it's, that's a, it's fun. I like the idea that yeah. the, the aliens pop off like action figures, and they just put them back yeah. on. That's very clever. Um, and I'm really excited about his new movie, uh, One Night in Soho. Have you seen the trailer for that? Oh, dude, I got to play that we'll for you. to watch it. It, lo- it looks fucking sick. And uh, I, think, I think Baby Driver is a little underrated. All right, but it's not about Edgar Wright. Um and we were talking about music. I thought of two music videos that feature zombies. <clears throat> one, classic, one of the best music videos ever, regardless of what you think of his <laughs> background, uh, Thriller. I mean, Michael oh, Jackson. Yeah. I mean, that was For sure. the biggest fucking thing when that came out. And uh, everyone can everyone knows those dance moves, yeah. like how transcendent those dan- dance moves are. Um, but then there's another funny one I thought of. Uh, Newfound Glory came out. Don't let her pull you down. Yeah. That's so good. That's I one. like how it's like a happy song, song yeah. but it's like ah, it's bloody. very and it's and it's schlocky. It's not. Yeah. It's not serious. Love it. Yeah. So I thought of those two. Yeah, and then the zombie records. Yeah. Yeah. What about books? You remember you mentioned World War II. World War Z yeah, is been, great. I guess most of them have been made into movies, huh? There's another one called that's lesser known that I recommend. It's called Day by Day Armageddon. That one's really good. Okay. Um, it's kind of like written in journal entries, sort of. Oh, okay. Similar to World War Z, because World War Z is like entries in like from different people. Oh, the book is? Oh, I didn't know it's, that. And they're all like different stories during that 
time period. Yeah, of, during what's, the, what's the happening. yeah, what's happening is heard, really good. I heard there was supposed to be a sequel. World War Z. Yeah, and I like I think David Fincher was attached at one point. That would be weird. But I don't think be cool. It's gonna happen. I don't know. But then I heard that David Fincher now is gonna do. Did you, did you watch Mindhunter? I didn't. Uh, oh yeah, I saw one episode. It was really good. You and your serial killers. Yeah. You and Liz gotta watch Mindhunter. It's really so good. Fucking good. Yeah. And there was supposed to be season three, and then they said no, and now apparently it's back on. So, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I think I think there might be yeah, some of those murderers ate people. Who's the uh, who's the guy that ate people? Well, uh, Ed. Ed Gein. Ed Gein was. Gein. He's not in the show, but like more mod, like the more modern ones. Yeah. Who's the, the Hannibal? Pre- I don't know. No, no, no. The the pretty boy guy. Oh, Dahmer. Dahmer. Yeah, he yeah. ate people, right? Yeah. And Richard Ramirez did too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, stuff. he would like keep eyes and stuff. They're kind of zombies. Mm. Are they zombies? Yeah, serial killer zombies. Crazy. Right. Well, that was the end of the album, anyways. Anything yeah. else? I couldn't think of really any other oh. TV shows, like other than Walking. Walking Dead. Dead's lame. Don't watch it. <laughs> Yeah. It's lame. The book, the comics are way better. Oh, what is this? Is this another zombie? Oh, that's. Oh, the album's. Oh, we'll just start over? Oh, yeah, I think maybe. I don't know. Well, anyways, the episode's over. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? No, that's about it. Just go go check out. Um, zombies are cool. I like zombies. Stuff, yeah. It's, Good. They're just, creepy as hell. Just, Walking Dead didn't help though. It was cool at first, but now they've it's like dumb. Yeah, we need a little bit. I think we need a little bit of a break with zombies, and then come back. Come back, yeah. It'll, make it'll a, make a another way. But this yeah. new army of the dead, I thought it was great. It it, it uh, hit the old zombie bone button. I don't know bone. It's fucking hot in <laughs> here, guys. That's why we're like dragging yeah. now. Um, let me get a song. Um, check us out on Instagram, the SoSo Scrutiny Podcast, and uh, Facebook. Yes, clear this up. Classic zombie song. Um, rate and review us on iTunes, please. And more importantly, tell please tell a friend. Yeah. If you got a nerdy friend that likes zombies, tell them about this episode. And uh, we got a bunch of other ones for free on iTunes and Spotify. What else? SoSoScrutiny.com. Yeah. Find everything on there. Check it. Um, if you want to listen to another podcast I produce, I do a podcast with my cousin Ashley called What's Your Position? Sex podcast. <clears throat> it's pretty fun. Pretty vulgar. X-rated. So be, be prepared. Um, what else, bud? Nothing. Just make sure you tell a friend. I know everyone's hot right now, especially people in Washington and Oregon. Stay cool, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal out there. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. I don't know what else. I'm so hot. Zombie. <laughs> Zombie. All right. Uh, it's been So So Screwing Podcast. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. See you guys. See you.